Last time on Pokemon Rollout, the group decided to infiltrate the flames of agony gathering held at the local inn. While Charlie and Professor Sneeze played a trading card game in the lobby, Liliana summoned up all of her guile to talk her way into a meeting with a representative of the Flames of Agni, who was a Beastmaster. He was taken aback when Liliana didn't know who Narav, the gym leader, was. After conferencing with Professor Sneeze to find out who Narav was, she overheard the Beastmaster and a familiar shamanist talk about shipments. She also gained one of the pins of the Flames of Agni and also stole one for Charlie. They then made their way to the gym to battle Narav, when they met a pink-haired gym trainer that was uninterested, who informed them that Narav was in the Trilithan Sanctuary and would not return until tomorrow. They enter the gym today in Pokemon Rollout! Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie, also known as Chartreuse Pine. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimental Sneeze. That's not my voice. I'm the And I was about to say, yeah. I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. So, yes, guys, uh, it is midday. Uh, There's still a little bit of time before um, Nirav comes back tomorrow. We can skip ahead to that if you'd like. Uh, You can say basically sum up what you were doing for the rest of the day, and then do your training in the morning, and head to the gym. Sure. Um, I mean, I guess for the rest of the day, I don't think we did anything extreme, just kind of I imagine Charlie wanted to explore the sanctuary a bit, so he maybe kind of wandered around where he was allowed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Professor Sneeze probably being his tour guide. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also been such a, a long day that uh, Professor Sneeze is going to take time to relax and do some cooking. He hasn't done enough of that in this journey. Ah. Probably like debating on pickpocketing people, but then just deciding <laughs> against it and just walking around or something. Maybe throwing or playing fetch with grunge. Hey, oh, nice. Yeah, cool. So it's Professor Sneeze kind of uh, turns uh, his, one of his lab coats inside out, and it's got a floral print on the inside on the <laughs> lining, and it turns into a, a big oh. old apron, uh, and it says "Kiss the Cook." So wait, he has a snuggy apron, is yep. what you're saying? Since he turned... Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait, snuggies right. are the best, though. Right, I mean, so... you gotta protect your forearms. You gotta be safe. <laughs> yeah. This is right. like the key to cooking well. You protect your forearms. That's how it goes. And here I go. I'm cooking. Aha! Interesting Let's... key. Right. Um, who is oh, Professor I'm Sneeze amazing. talking to? Whoever's, whoever's there. <laughs> yeah, Char- Charlie's there. And Charlie's like, alright. Oh. So, so, Professor Sneeze's like, what what kind of gym is this that, that uh, uh, this guy has? Oh, Nirav? Yeah. Uh, well, he specializes in uh, fairy and dark type Pokemon. Uh, he's a very conservative gym master uh, and very uh, secretive. As far as I can tell. So, like, are the gym leaders, like, in the northern part of this guy's name is Nirav? Are they far off? <laughs> Here, Charlie, try this. 
<laughs> oh, hey, that's good. And it's it's pure wasabi and soy sauce. <laughs> so, so say somewhere somewhere deep deep in Charlathon Sanctuary proper, off just like a quick cut. Uh, Nirav just sighs heavily. <laughs> he's like, he's sitting, like a disturbance in the fourth he, or something. He's, he's sitting atop a Tyranitar. He's like hidden away. It's like deep shadows where he is. He seems to be intently looking at something, and then he just sighs heavily. <laughs> and we cut back to you guys. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. That that helps. I think I know who I'm going maybe to. Maybe he should quit dropping. <laughs> Uh, awesome. That gives me an idea who I'm going to train tomorrow. I'm assuming that we're yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um any any requests for for what I can make? Uh Charlie, Liliana, anything anything I can make for you? I can make uh, uh food that'll help your Pokemon in battle tomorrow if you want. Um I I, I just ask that you pitch in for the ingredients. Now the question is, are we Poketarians or not? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I will say that any uh, Pokemon food you make is unlikely to have Pokemon themselves as ingredients of them. Simply for to to keep away from confusion there, sure. but <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. Um so uh like what uh maybe I should ask this in character. Uh yeah, like what kind of things can you make for our Pokemon? Oh, well, I, I, I can make a, a wide variety of flavor profiles. I can make food that's salty or spicy or sour or dry or bitter or sweet. Wow, okay. What mechanical effects will it have? <laughs> so each, really quick, each, uh, each flavor uh, corresponds to a specific stat. Yep. So take a look at Bernie's sheet really quick to explain it to you. So you see Bernie has a plus two on attack. Yep. For adamant, if you look right below it, it says likes spicy. Yep. Spicy connects to attack. He dislikes dry. Dry connects to special attack. You can just okay. go down the line there. So likes and dislikes. And the food that he makes affects those stats in specific ways. Okay, so like, uh, would it like be a buff in that, or would it be... Yes, in general. Um, yeah, sort of. Um, it, it'll, it'll give you a bonus related to that stat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For for a minute, I thought that uh, you know, just Bernie was you know a big fan of uh, uh, of Liliana's Grottle. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Let's. Well, I think spicy like spicy food too, but. <laughs> no, that's true. <clears throat> yep. All right. And he's not a fan of sweets. Um, yeah, Charlie will get some for each of the Pokemon that he is bringing tomorrow. Why not? Um, uh, yeah, Professor, yeah, can you make something for, like, uh, like, like all the ones I'm bringing? I'm gonna bring, uh, Katana. She likes bitter. Oh. And Bernie likes spicy. Uh, Penny, uh, likes sour. Beatrice also likes sour. Chomps like spicy. Uh, my gulpin, you know the what gulpin I just called uh, Blarb. Mm. Uh, she likes salty, and I'm gonna also bring uh, my uh, 
uh, my uh, Ninkata scrapes. Uh, he likes spicy as well. So one, one bitter treat, three spicy wraps, two sour candies, and a salty surprise. I can do that. Awesome, thank you. Liliana, can I make anything for you and your Pokemon? Yes. Um, if you would, I'll take three spices. <laughs> or three things that have a spicy taste in them. <laughs> <laughs> three crotals. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's made of grotal leaves. Ooh, yes. <laughs> that doesn't. It, 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 they're humanely gathered. They don't kill the right. grotals for them. Right. No. You know, if you see a shaved grotal, <laughs> and then I'll add a dry. Three spices and a dry. Two sweet. So, dry. Yep. Two sweet, three spicy, one dry. I can do that. Three spicy wraps, two sweet confections, and one dry wafer. Cool. Thank you. Sounds good. The sweet confections are just Swirlix. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, like, vanilla. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they could be vanilla, too, I suppose. Could be, like, a Castilia cone or something. (laughs) Although that that actually has a specific thing it does. Never mind. Mm -hmm. Ugh, that wore me out. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's let's sleep. We go to bed. Let's train now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you wake up just fine. <laughs> All right. Um, you gather from the more somber, intense atmosphere around you that Nirav has probably uh, returned sometime in the night. Okay. Mm-hmm. It looks like All Nirav right. is back. Let's let's get ready to. To challenge the gym so that we can we can check with him about what's going on. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's train our Pokemon out of it. Ah, yeah, that was a weird sound. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie is going to train. Um, he's going to train uh, Bernie and uh, Beatrice. Uh, so Bernie, his Combuscan, Beatrice, his uh, Combi. And um, chomps his Magikarp, and um, uh, Bernie is ca- kind of doing like knee ups with ch- uh, chomps, kind of like as like a soccer ball almost um, to help uh, you know Bernie kind of work out a little bit, but also like toughen chomps up, give him like a a, a tougher tougher shell. And uh, Beatrice is weaving and dodging around um, around things. Yep. Um, Professor Sneeze is going to train uh, Shmoopy the Shellos and Flora the Flabebe um, and try to get them to work in tandem where um, uh, Flora will essentially be throwing out Razor Leaf as target practice for Shmoopy and then Shmoopy will kick up some mud balls as target practice for Flora. And I'm guessing you mean Flora the Floette, but not the Flabebe. Uh, yes, Flora the Floette. Yes, she has evolved. I forgot about that. Yes. Here, let me let me just quick right. stat that out. No, I'm kidding. Oh dear. <laughs> um, Liliana will be training uh, her Scorpio Sippy and her Crow Gunk Me. 
And since both of them are poison types, they're just going to make a little puddle of poison and, like, use that as kind of, like, a training pool. So, like, make one of those, like, whirlpool things that you do during sports and then try to run against it All right. while just adding more and more poison to it. All right. So... After I'll do your training, and uh, Liliana covers up her chemical spill. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are heading towards the gym, then? Let's go! Yeah. As you guys are heading there, okay, what Pokemon are you bringing along? So what's your team? Uh, Katana the uh, Pawnyard. Uh, Bernie the Combuskin. Penny the Scorpy. Beatrice the Combi. Chomps the Magikarp. Blarb the Gulpin, and uh, Scrapes the Nincada. Okay. And Professor Sneeze is bringing Boo Boo the Swablu, Melody the Jigglypuff, Archie the Apom, Schmoopy the Shellos, Flora the Flabebe, and Boss the Mankey. Not the Flabebe, the Floette. <laughs> She'll always be a bebe to me. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so Liliana is bringing along her Growlithe Grunge, Crow Gunk Mich, Scorpy Snippy, Scraggy, Scriggly, Reap Woosley, Grotel Spicy, and Magikarp Victoria. Okay. Uh, Woosley, I miss Woosley. It's Woosley. Woosley. Oh dear. And then, uh, did uh, Liliana give Charlie the pin that she got? Uh, here you go, kid. She just kind of like. Like tosses it to him. Okay. Um, are we allowed to know what and if there are any benefits to it? Not at the moment. It's just decor. It's just decorative. Mm-hmm. I don't think Charlie's going to yet. Char- Charlie is pretty. Oh man, how dense is Charlie? Um. Yeah, Char- let's stay true to the character. Charlie's pretty dense. He's wearing it. Okay. He he just thinks it's a pretty cool pin. Yeah, he points to uh, Katana like, because Katana is wearing his Clear Lake badge, which uh, gives her a plus two um, uh, in uh, the in her speed uh, in her speed stage. Um, he's like, look, I got I got a badge too. See, we both got badges. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to say that she's like, like wearing a jacket or something. And then she has it pinned on the inside of the jacket. Okay. Yeah. Charlie has his out in the open. So he pinned it on right away. But Professor Sneeze is going to kind of side eye it. And do you think that's never mind? I do think it's a cool pin. Yes. Yes. It looks great on you. I bet I bet Liliana could get you one too if you wanted. No, that, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, really, it's not a problem. I I yeah, I really don't want one. Let, let's go challenge uh, the gym. Um Are we around any people at the moment? Uh there's people walking to and fro, like going about their morning routine. Roll twenty-three for stealth. Okay, just to hide the pin. And I was going to try um, to snatch the pin from someone else. Um, snatch a pin from someone without them noticing. 
Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> they do not notice until, like, you hear, like, maybe after you're, like, ten steps or more away, they're like, what just... Wasn't I... I must have forgotten it this morning. <laughs> She's going to have to pick. So be like, see, it's really not a problem. You can have it if you want. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to put it in one of the pockets. One of those pockets where you just like forget about everything that's in that pocket. I see. Hey, that that's one of the bonuses of, of lab coats. Pockets for days. That's right. True. It's true. All right. So you keep heading your way towards the gym and uh, eventually get there and you see the, see the same pink haired girl sitting out there. Uh, in the same position, it looks like she might even be wearing the same clothes. Gross. Still no pin, though. No, they don't, like, they, they look like fresh clothes. No, they I just know. look like the exact same clothes. <laughs> I, I figured. Mm-hmm. Wait, is she an NPC? Excuse me, is Narav back? She looks up at you and uh, suddenly grins. Oh, hello. Do, have you guys been here around? I don't know if I know you. We'd like to see Narav. Oh, of course. Let me go get her. Let, let me go get him. Sorry. And uh, she jumps up off her seat and like skips in, back into the cave. I don't, I don't, under, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no answers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she comes skipping back out, uh, followed by Nirav. Uh, the uh, man has gray hair, but is clean-shaven, so he has an oddly youthful face. For our looks, he, uh, you believe he is older than... Uh, Professor Sneeze, you know that he's uh, been gym leader since uh, shortly after you were born, but he looks like, like a man in his 20s, besides his gray hair. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of sweeps his eye over over your group. And uh, lingers for a moment on Charlie. Uh, Charlie waves. Says, ah, well. <laughs> a group of trainers here for the gym challenge, then. Follow me. And he turns and starts walking back into the gym. Okay. Don't get too far off. <laughs> I think probably the best way to go about this is just to follow the gym protocol. Let's, let's, let's challenge the gym... And and we can chat with him, maybe once we beat him. If we beat him, if if, if I'm going to say when I'm being an optimist today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you head in after uh, Nirav, and uh, he starts walking, and you notice that um, there are a couple like different. Uh, tunnels that kind of arch off into different directions but he just follows the main tunnel that heads straight for a bit and then starts heading down and uh, just as it gets about too dark to see he pulls out a flashlight and uh, lights it to just illuminate the path in front of him Professor Sneeze's hair illuminates also yeah it's also glowing as well (laughs) and so uh, you're walking down there and you notice that the cave goes from being uh, something that's cunningly Forms to look natural to being just a natural a natural tunnel and cave system. As you're going through, you see different uh, 
pathways arching off in different directions. You seem to be on the largest pathway at the moment, but it's also kind of changing direct, uh, changing size and things, and you start to see larger and smaller pathways moving away as well. All right, and so he's heading uh, down there, and after a good five minutes or so of walking, uh, Nirov speaks up and goes, These catacombs, do you know what they were used for in the ancient days of the D? General education. To see if I do. <laughs> uh, 13. Ooh, 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 I can, I'm going to do my occult education. I could, might be able to beat you. Uh, I tie you in occult education. <laughs> All right. Uh, both of you know that uh, in the ancient days of the D, natural cave formations in these were used extensively. And especially around Trilithon Sanctuary, people lived as much underground as above it. Mm. And so it could be for any number of things. Uh, Charlie, you get the feeling from just looking at how rough and just completely untouched that this cave was, that it may have been used as a literal catacomb. So as tombs. I I know people used to live uh, underground in in ancient times in these regions. Uh, Some people, sometimes people got, got buried underground in these regions too. Chill goes up. Professor sneezes spine and he does that like anime freeze thing and kind of <laughs> sideways with his hair pointing up on end. Uh, Char- Charlie, not to turn to ask, ask Snarav, uh, so, like, is this where that people were buried? Uh, Nirav has a very uh, faint smile on his face and says, indeed, this used to be the tombs for uh, the city you see above. Rathon Sanctuary. Many, many years ago, since been moved since then, but we've still kept this area preserved. Uh, you walk in silence for another five or ten minutes, and says, Of course, that doesn't mean it's entirely abandoned. They say if you're here for long enough, you can still hear a few spirits moving about. Going down, If you go down the wrong corridor, the wrong tunnel... And of course, that's part of my duty is to keep these restless spirits in check. You know, the, this seems really on point to be like more of a, like a ghost gym than like fairy dark. <laughs> <laughs> Don't criticize the man's methods, Charlie. <laughs> as, as I say, did you say that out loud or was that yeah, oh, Paul? Oh yeah, Char- Charlie said that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't expect everything to be exactly as you expect in a fairy dark gym, do you? I don't know. I've never been to one before. <laughs> uh... <Hey>. Two <laughs> drums and a cymbal fell off a cliff. Again. Again. Yeah. You've ruined yeah. so many drum sets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, poor, poor drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after just a little bit longer, you uh, come to what's a little bit larger, more like a cul-de-sac in the cave system. And as you walk into the center, uh, Nirov switches off the light and starts pacing around you. Just in a bit of a circle. And he says, Here. Your challenge begins as soon as I finish speaking. 
and it is a simple task. Find your way out of the caves. At this point, he's made several circuits around you. Uh, stopping to watch him, you're not sure which way is back immediately. As you leave, my Pokemon and I will attempt to hinder your progress. I will only release two Pokemon at a time, though the ghosts may choose to intervene themselves. If you faint all of my Pokemon and tag me with an attack, you win your challenge. If you make it through the caverns and back to the gym, you win your challenge. If you do neither of these things, well, this cavern has been a tomb before. <laughs> Char- and... Charlie, Charlie laughs with him. Uh, <laughs> the moment he stops laughing, he disappears. Well, okay. Um, all right, we should. Uh, Charlie is going to roll a perception check. Okay. Professor Sneeze is going to roll survival. Alright, um... You said that the cave is still fairly dark right now? Uh, yes, only Professor Sneeze's hair is lighting it. Okay, is that still pretty dim, or is that enough light? Um... (laughs) I will say that it's uh, light enough that you can basically see the room around you, though the, uh, edges of the room are in shadow. Um, as far as perception goes, I rolled a 16. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to perceive where Narav went. I uh, nope, he vanished. <laughs> I rolled 11 on survival to try to detect a way out. Uh, there seem to be, uh, four entra- four exits to this room, uh, spaced roughly on one side of the room going through there Uh, with your roll of 11 Professor Sneeze you feel like you can feel a little bit of uh, fresher air coming from the one second from the left I think I think this is the way back second from the left okay let's go and Charlie goes in we go so you begin heading in that direction. Uh, are any Pokemon out at the moment? Uh, Katana's hanging on Charlie's back like usual. Archie is on Professor Sneeze's shoulder. Uh, being being a gym battle... just kind of trotting alongside them. Sure. Okay. Uh, the question I was going to ask is, uh, being a gym battle, we're only allowed one Pokemon per person? Uh, one Pokemon at a time. You can you still have your full team. It's just you have one, you can only command one Pokemon at a time as usual. Yeah, Katana is out, but I I mean I'll probably will end up using her, but I don't I don't know. Okay, we'll see. Depends on what comes out. All right, so you keep heading in that direction. Can I get perception checks from everybody? Uh, 17 for Charlie. Four for Professor Sneeze. Eight, eight for Liliana. 
eight, Liana. Uh, wh- how, what's your marching order? Who's moving? Who's going first, second, last? Charlie's first. Of course. Professor Sneeze will come behind since he's kind of fig- trying to figure out the way they're going. It's it's from his uh, expertise, his uh, survival that they're going. So he's kind of trying to edge his way in front of Charlie, but he's behind Charlie. Okay. Okay, Liliana is taking up the rear. Um, Charlie, as you walk past a uh, as you walk past a side street, you see a flicker of movement in the darkness. Uh, uh, something that was like movement in the darkness, and as you walk past, um, you you see everyone go past, and then Liliana falls asleep. Goodbye, crew world. <laughs> so L- Liliana, you're walking along until fun- suddenly you feel an immense weariness and basically just drop. And uh, Charlie saw some a flicker of movement in the side hallway. Um, uh, Professor Sneeze, uh, I you need to see two things. Uh, w- one, Liliana's asleep, what? and I I well. Get to her later. There, uh, there's, there's something down this hall. I saw it. <laughs> to her later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Training. She, she'll keep resting. She's fine. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I point him toward the, uh, the side hallway. Should, could I do like a further perception? Um, where I sure. saw that, or okay, so to perceive down where I, I saw that flicker, uh, it's a fifteen. Down the hallway, you see a, a blue squid-like Pokemon with a transparent mantle that resembles a hat with a pink inner body overlaid with yellow lights. Uh, as you're looking at the lights, you kind of start feeling a little dizzy until you look away. Uh, it has two tendril-like tentacles that hang from its hat. Uh, and the tentacles are hanging next to its six shorter blue arms. Uh, its eyes are round and have pupils, but no identifiable iris. And they also have a small pink beak-like mouth set between its eyes. I think I know what this is. I think I do too. Do you point this out to Professor Sneeze? Yes. At this point, is a bit more visible. So. Cool. I'm going to use a Pokemon education. Me too. 21. Nope. <laughs> 7. Okay. Yes, Professor Sneeze, you recognize this as an Inkay, which is a dark and psychic type Pokemon. Um, so for this, uh, just to be clear, I assume that this is one of, this is one of Neuralis Pokemon. Uh, is it also, um, uh, are we not allowed to catch any Pokemon during this, or would I be able to catch one of the ghost Pokemon that might be around? Um, the ghost Pokemon probably don't have trainers, so it might be possible to capture them, yes. Okay. Um, goody, goody gumdrops. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it's that one, Professor Sneeze, that one. Oh boy. Yeah, you know what? Archie is going to use Baton Pass. Uh, Archie, use Baton Pass. Send send Flora out. Um, so Archie will use Baton Pass and grab a Pokeball from Professor Sneeze's belt and throw Flora the Floette out. 
Um, I don't think I'm gonna have Katana go. In fact, uh, so she'll ha- uh, she'll hang out on my back. Um, okay. Charlie's going to uh, load uh, Penny's Pokeball into his sling, and he's gonna throw it at the Inke. Okay. So let's first roll a hit. He rolled a ten. That'll hit. Alright, and then for damage, I always gotta remind myself on this. D8 plus 18. Ooh, nice. Uh, D8 plus 18, uh, so that's going to be uh, 26 uh, physical damage on the NK. So, so you did 16 normal physical, which does not give it an injury. Okay, uh, but. Are you releasing Penny? Yes, sir. Okay, and Penny's speed is 13, so Penny may go right away. And uh, Penny is going to use Pin Missile. 15. That does hit, so roll a d8. 2. No, on a result of 2, so you hit twice. Okay. So, 2 d original stab is... Nope, 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 nope. Okay. You hit twice, so it's 3, so 6... So it's actually a damage base of 8 on it, rather than 5, because you have to use the original damage base and then add the stab, rather than having the stab okay. start, or else it gets ridiculous. Cool. Alright, so 2d8 two two plus 20, that's an 8, that's a 5, so that's a 33 physical bug damage, and this should be double effective. Yep. So you did... 53 physical bug, which is enough to knock this uh, NK out and give it two injuries. Nice. Good job, my, my murder princess. <laughs> um, Liliana is still asleep. Yep. Takes a standard action to wake her up. I will do that. Liliana, okay. wake up! Come on, come on! I'm gonna shake her and think about slapping her, but not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then you shook uh, Liliana awake. Liliana, <laughs> what? <laughs> Liliana, you're up. There seems to be a fainted Inke. What the heck? <laughs> Why am I on the ground? You fell asleep. I think I think the Inke put you to sleep. Wait, is that possible? Do I think that's possible with my Pokemon education check? Yes, uh, if yeah. a, a high enough level NK would know hypnosis. Cool. Yeah, the NK puts you to sleep, I'm pretty sure. Alright then, thanks for the nap, I guess. <laughs> and Liliana wakes up refreshed and ready to go. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and I trained and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep our eyes peeled. Are we still in initiative or are we... Uh, it is Flora's turn. Okay. Or if you see anything, attack it. <laughs> it's a 12 perception. Okay. Uh, Flora looks around, looks back at you, and just shrugs. Okay. Alright. Um, Which? Um, well, use... Flora, uh, get yourself ready. Use, use Lucky Chant. So Flora will use Lucky Chant um, on herself. Uh, blessing... You know yep. what blessing does? Maybe. Do you, 
Do you know what bless? Do you know what range blessing means? No. Every allied person. Hey. That means everybody who's out right now gets the effect of lucky chance blessing. Uh, you have three. You have it three times. Uh, if you're hit by a critical hit, you can cause the attack to instead do it as though it's not a critical hit. So that would be, and that would include like a katana as well, then. Yes, because Katana is out, it would do Archie, Grunge, uh, Penny, and Flora herself. Okay, and we get, so three times if it's a crit, it's not a crit. Yes. Yep. So she does her, like, little chant and bobs up and down for a bit. And then, uh, so you guys are good to good to head out? Yeah. I think so. Wait, uh-huh. I didn't mean to say that in character. No, you did not. Alright, so you guys turn to head out, which is why you're all slightly blindsided when a bright pink bird-like Pokemon floats out of the same side hallway you've all been in for a bit, and uh, its eyes suddenly flash as it stares down at Penny, who uh, suddenly has a purple aura appear around her as she gets jolted by Psyshock. And it does 34 psychic special damage, but you subtract your defense from it rather than your special defense. Ah, man, that's not good. Um, Takeaway 15 um, is going to be 36 damage, two injuries. Yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. Let's. I'm, Charlie's gonna roll a Pokemon Education to see if he knows what this is. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a two, I think. Yeah, two. Oh, I thought you said you rolled a two. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, no, uh, two dice. Uh, eight is the roll. Okay. You are fairly certain this is not a ghost, uh, and it's most likely by its coloration a fairy type. Professor Sneeze got a twenty. Okay, you know it's a spritzy. Which is a fairy, uh, full fairy type, uh, fairly well known for its healing abilities. And things like that, but mostly, like, has some powers and stuff. You also know that, uh, it, most spritzies don't know how to use Psyshock. That's weird that it could use Psyshock. Yeah, well, I, I imagine, you know, Narav is prepared for the main counters to his gym as a gym leader. <laughs> um, okay, um, Penny, uh, get it with your poison sting. Uh, so let's roll for accuracy on poison sting. Seven? That hits. Okay. Uh, 7 plus 16 is 23 poison physical damage. So you actually did 25 poison physical damage, which did not give it an injury. Huh. You know, since that's a fairy type, that, that should have that should have done more. Shouldn't it have... Uh, no, it, 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 it did. The, it, it did. It did do 1.5. Per, it it oh, did okay. multiply by 1.5, then minus defense. Okay. It's just some fairies are tanks. Let's still go ahead and uh, send out uh, Katana. So, um, so yeah, switch out Penny, and Katana comes out instead. Uh, come on back, Penny. 
then uh, Charlie is going to yeah he'll he'll throw he'll throw a rock at the uh, the, the the Pokemon. Okay. Ooh, that's a crit. All right, so that makes it thirty-one normal physical damage. Okay, that did twenty-one normal physical damage, and didn't give it an injury. I shouldn't be surprised, but that that's a that's a spritzy. Yes. I think I just answered Professor Sneeze out of character. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you gave it one injury. That was my mistake. One injury from this rock. Okay. Nice. I I miss I miscounted or I miss uh subtracted. Correct wrong. Alright. Uh Professor Sneeze uh is looking at this spritzy and his hair starts to glow, but then it changes from what you're used to with his hair glowing. Instead of stars coming flying out, there's like a uh a trifecta of energy that kinda focuses itself and attacks using tri attack. Okay. And that is a crit. Oh dear. Uh, which <laughs> so also roll a one d three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Stop it! We're gonna waste all of our good rolls on the stupid spritzy. I know. Um, okay, it's gonna be frozen. That's a three. Right. So roll six d eight. Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> um. Fifty five. That's what you rolled with... Oh, and you added 28? Yep, I added everything together. Yep. Okay. You said 55 normal special? Yep, normal special damage, and the spritzy is frozen. Okay, that actually did 35 damage, which is just enough to give it one more injury and faint it. Just, Just enough. So there is a lovely spritzy ice sculpture decorating that side of the cave now. Nice touch. Thank you, thank you. I think I have a future in interior design. Let's not go that far. Whoa, that's cool. It seems my powers are growing. Is my hair growing? <laughs> get it, get it, that, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Yes, Charlie, yes. Path <laughs> Was it Arceus? <laughs> oh dear, no. <laughs> Alright. That means that you guys can start moving ahead if you'd like. We do. Okay. As you're moving forward, you finally bring uh, come up to a fork in the road. You see it's, you've got basically the, the um, classic fork with left, right, and middle. And then you've got another one that's kind of spaced a little farther away to the very left of, like, the little area where you are. Survival! I'm gonna smell the air again. Twelve. Can I get a perception from everyone as well? Yeah. Or into perception or intuition? Uh, Fourteen in perception. Ten intuition. All of you notice as you're going through there, uh, Professor Sneeze. You notice that the uh, rightmost tunnel is the freshest, but all of you notice that uh, the all of your archetypes, Archie, Katana, and Grunge, have been like looking around the uh, like looking around all of the entrances and things and looking through there. 
All three of them this time ignore the far left entrance. Entirely. Like, it's not like they're, it's not like they actively ignore it, they just walk past it as though they don't realize it's there. Ooh. What? Um. <laughs> would, would a cult help in this scenario? You could certainly roll it. Let's roll it. Um, I roll a 14 for a cult. Um, the, as you're looking at the leftmost uh, tunnel to, like, kind of take a glance at it and, one, and wonder at it, uh, it shudders and winks out of existence for a split second before reappearing. You get the unsettling feeling that the tunnel just winked at you. <laughs> what? Cretaceous. <laughs> um so I know like this like this one seems like it's might be the way to go down but um something's up with it it's it kind of disappeared for for a moment it it might be coming on to me I I don't know <laughs> um <laughs> um don't get carried away Charlie <laughs> Ar- 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 Archie stares at Charlie as he says that and just goes, "What?" Archie, do you see that tunnel over there? And I point to the far left one. He looks at the wall and looks back at you and just still blank and goes, "What?" I'm gonna walk over to the tunnel and okay. stick my hand into the tunnel's mouth and see say. See, there's a tunnel right here. Uh, something grabs your arm and pulls you in. Oh, great. Uh, and you guys just see uh, Professor Sneeze uh, kind of react as though he's being pulled by something and then vanish into the tunnel. The tunnel doesn't change. You can still see the lights in there. It just looks like he got sucked into like almost like a mirage. I call as I'm being sucked in. This is typical! <laughs> well, you'll be missed. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, you're the worst. <laughs> he gave you food last night. Well, your Pokemon, at least. Yeah, my Pokemon. Um, no. Um, oh man. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, I've been thinking about this, and I, I, I know it doesn't make sense. I just don't think Charlie knows it makes sense. Uh, Charlie's gonna throw a rock at the tunnel. And Charlie rolled a twelve. Okay. Uh, the t- it it hits the tunnel. There is a flash of orange light, and the rock is gone. Um, part of me is secretly hoping. Uh, Paul is secretly hoping that uh, Professor Sneeze gets hit by that rock. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. You just want payback for that swift attack, like four episodes ago. No, no, no. Charlie deserved that swift attack. I just, I just think that. Um, Charlie trying to like attack the the the, the hole, darkness. the dark the darkness. Uh, oh, doesn't realize oh. that it would you know the the rock would uh, continue and potentially hit you. But a, 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 a moment after the rock hits, um, it, it vanishes. A moment later, the rock flies out and it's attached to something to just a piece of uh, silky sticky string. It winds around Charlie's hand and yanks him in. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so what does Liliana do? 
Um, so, um, what can I do to, um, try to lasso Charlie and pull him back into the main part of the cave? Okay, and you're using your whip for that? <laughs> yes, so I can, like, well, <laughs> so I can kind of, like, flick it and then have <laughs> but hopefully, or something. Okay, um, I think I've gathered what you're trying to do. I will say, uh, you do an accuracy check like you're using the move fling. Okay. I got a four. <laughs> okay. Charlie, you do manage to hit him. And so <laughs> your whip wraps around him and immediately gets almost yanked out of your hands. You can hold on or let go. Hold on. You get sucked in as well. Um, Yippee! <laughs> Yeehaw! All three of you are sitting at a uh, porcelain table. You are in lovely uh, white chairs with uh, cups of tea sitting in front of you. Um, you're, it's, it's like white, comfortable chairs. Uh, all around you is a uh, Victorian-style house. It's, it's like that's, It looks like a room in a Victorian-style house with like chintz uh, everywhere and doilies and lovely china sitting out. Um, you're sitting in front of you on a lovely little uh, divan. A bipedal humanoid Pokemon whose body resembles a flowing gown. Most of the body is white, uh, but its hair, arms, and the underside of its gown are green. Its hair curls over its face and down the sides of its head. Uh, behind its red eyes are short spikes resembling a masquerade mask. It has long arms with three fingers on each hand and slender white legs. A red fin-like horn extends from its chest and a shorter, more rounded horn extends from the back. A band of green on its chest extends to the center of the front horn and connects to its sleeve-like arms. This is your immediate impression. A few seconds later, things start to get odd. Start? For example... Yeah, starts. <laughs> right, so, but, uh, for example, the tea in front of you is oddly reddish. Uh, the cakes in front of you seem like they're a little bit slimier than they should be. Uh... You hit. You hear skittering noises coming from behind the walls, and uh, just in front of you, the uh, creature, the Pokemon, uh, smiles at you, and just for a second, disappears, revealing a blank space in your memory. Whoa. You have a funny feeling you don't want to revisit that blank space. Good evening. I apologize for the surroundings. Don't drink the tea. Okay. So she's just a bad cook. <laughs> uh, Pokemon education? Sure. I, I've seen this one before. This is this is the silence. <laughs> um, that's a twenty-eight. Okay. Uh, you are absolutely certain that this is a Gardevoir. Uh, Pokemon very well known for 
devotion to its trainer. Uh, it also has the ability to see the future and create small black holes uh, distort di- and distort the di- di- uh, dimensions. Oh, good. Uh, creating entirely new dimensions like this seems to be and uh, everything else is beyond the purview of the average Gardevoir, however. Can I get an occult education? Yes, sir. Um, that is 14 in occult. As odd as this sounds, this uh, the Gardevoir's voice sound, seems familiar. She sounds like a, she sounds like the other archetypes you've run into. Uh. Oh. Ooh, okay. Um. Um. How how did you how did you do this? How did you bring us into what appears to be a pocket dimension? Yeah, MatPat proved that that, w- that didn't work. <laughs> guard, guard, the Gardevoir laughs slightly and says, Oh, Charlie, you're not supposed to know about that. Remember, the fourth wall's important. Yes, oh. she says that. <laughs> Just, and she's like, Oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry. See, the thing is, I don't exist. And neither does this. I'm having a seizure. <laughs> no, 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 you're merely dreaming. And only for a few seconds. I promise the time, time moves much faster in dreams. So wait, I, I'm asleep again? <laughs> sort of. It's mostly a waking dream. Merely, merely a few seconds. I, I simply wanted to talk. It gets rather lonely here. Unfortunately, due to my nature, uh, the only dreams I could give you were bad ones. So I didn't want to extend things too long. Uh, okay. So uh, what do you want to talk about? Charlie, going off of it being an archetype, you get that it is uh, psychic and fairy. Uh, the two purviews of psychic and fairy archetypes, which you're vaguely remembering from something that you read before. Psychic is terror, and okay. fairy is fiction. That's okay. beautiful and horrible, and all shall love her and despair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she says, oh, no, no, don't worry. I, you are very lucky that while I have the power to be very concerning, I'm in a form that greatly helps you. After all, what are Gardevoir best known for? And she's responding to uh, you, Michael. Uh, loyalty. She's responding to Michael? Uh, Michael, I don't believe Professor Sneeze said that in character. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Am I having a seizure? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say. I can't quite see as well into your world, I suppose, but I don't think you are. I think you're all right. <laughs> I mean, once we get a better Skype connection, then you'll see a little bit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You guys have been having so many problems this session. <laughs> this freaking cave. Terrible connection. <laughs> so... What so, did you uh, want uh, to talk about? Anyways, uh, Charlie. So, guys, yeah, I think I think she I think she's okay because uh, she. Well, I, I shouldn't assume your gender. I mean, I suppose you could be a, a, a he. Um, I'm pretty sure she's a lady. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ah, there it is. I hoped I would. I hoped I would be uh, the part of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, so um, so she she's an archetype. And um, of of uh, of terror and stories, although fiction, 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 
terror, terror and fiction, and um, um, remember she she's a Gardevoir, like and like Gardevoirs, uh, like they protect their trainers, and I think she wants to protect us. In a way, that's uh, Gardevoir are very devoted to their trainers, and archetypes tend to take things and extrapolate them. I suppose you would say so. Uh, well. My archetype is terror and fiction, therefore inhabiting the worst sections of the human psyche. Uh, there's a loud banging noise coming from one of the walls, which she kind of gives it a look and it ceases for a moment. But uh, my form allows me to to uh, work against these dark forms rather than give them life. And that's part of what I wanted to talk to you about. So, um, just giving you perhaps a little more information on the duties of the archetypes. Oh, you see, archetypes embody their powers. They're different the uh, areas that they represent. Of course, so for example, your Archie is an archetype of facts. He embodies facts. He looks for them. He is a repository of them. Uh, often, uh, in his character, he works to disseminate them or to work with someone else to gather more. Uh, your Growlithe, Grunge, is an archetype of loyalty. He's there to be loyal to you and to work well with you there. Uh, Katana is an archetype of solitude and creation. Therefore, she's there to create singular devices. Uh, so they all embody their archetype in the positive, using it as a positive ad input and benefits. I'm the opposite. I exist to embody my archetypes in the negative. If I embodied terror in the positive, humanity would be swept by it. If I embodied fiction in the positive, humanity would, would recede into fantasy more and more. I see. But, but since you do them in the negative... I you... allow your... I allow your actions to become more real, and allow you to gain courage against overwhelming odds. At least I attempt to. And perhaps will in the future. That's fascinating. So, the, the main reason I'm saying is that I can only appear in tangential sections like this. I can't be a main part of the story. I must be, well, in one strange colloquialism, I suppose it would be a big-lipped alligator moment, or... Just a random aside, an odd dream. If I took an active role, I would be positively affecting the story. And therefore, I would become the positive part of my elements. Uh -huh. And that would be bad. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Charlie grabs a Pokeball. <laughs> no, Charlie. This this was part of the reason, and not for me. I'm I'm afraid that uh, you are in my world at the moment, uh, Charlie. You don't have a Pokeball. Well, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my dual natures give me a unique ability to essentially control my domain, but also keep me for the most part from leaving it. This will not always be the case on archetypes that you meet, and I'm here to caution you. Beware what you bring with you. 
there may be some other archetypes that you come across that must embody their negative forms. And if you decide to add them to your party and bring them along on your trip, they will become their positives. Ah. So you're saying I can get more archetypes, though? <laughs> I'm saying it is. it may not be impossible. But maybe not advisable. Perhaps not. So, Charlie, we have to be smart about the decisions we make. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to respond to that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am slightly ahead of my time, I suppose. I mean... I'm a fully-fledged archetype at the top level of my power and my evolution, while yours are just beginning to realize their power. Or, I suppose they have not yet. That'll come soon enough. Yeah, I suppose so. Don't worry, I just wanted to have a little talk. As I said, it's rather lonely here, and... You know, uh... It's not as much... It's it's not as interesting conversing inside the Game Master's head. <laughs> I suppose it just becomes a big old echo chamber after a while. Just a bit. <laughs> so, so why, why'd you wink at Charlie? <laughs> Me? I don't know. I'm getting my character and person mixed up. <laughs> Pronouns are hard when the fourth wall is shattered. <laughs> and Charlie has learned a respect for the fourth wall. <laughs> yes. And that's the moral of the story. Respect the fourth wall. There you go. Gadavar <laughs> says, Well, I figured you'd be more interested. Oh, Alright, cool. We're interested. Well, <laughs> I'm afraid our time is growing a little short now. Uh, the room starts darkening. As I said, I can only give you bad dreams, so... Um, any, any more advice before you go? <laughs> Do not be afraid. That's my job. And uh, as she talks, her... Uh, dress kind of shrivels and blackens and her uh, hair blackens as well uh, she smiles and is suddenly uh, has teeth down to sharp points uh, you notice her uh, hands have turned into claws and she crouches and leaps at you and you're back in the chamber there are only three en- uh, exits left uh, left center and right besides the entrance that you came in uh, I'm in a cold uh, Archie, sweat Archie turns to uh, Professor Sneeze and says what? Uh, uh, yeah. I think that is all the time we have for today so thank you for joining us this week you can find us online at tapsteradio.org slash pokemon dash rollout on twitter at pokerollpodcast and on facebook at facebook.com slash pokerollout also follow our network on twitter at tapsteradio and check out some of our other great shows at tapsteradio.org like intermission and michael and ethan in a room with scotch a special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Also, uh, to our two our 
two Patreon supporters who are waiting for me to put in NPCs for you guys. We've not forgotten about you. It's just they I jumped into plot here, so I'm I'm gonna get you guys as soon as possible, I promise. Uh, once again, this is I'm Nick, and you can follow me at Nick. Uh, I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag, and you can find me uh, at Fuckle Podcast. Uh, I'm in the Discord there, and you can also uh, say hi to me in the tap room. We like people saying hi to us in the tap room. Come say hi to us in the tap room on Facebook. Yeah, please say hi to us. We're broken inside. Um, (laughs) I quit. (laughs) I quit the podcast. (laughs) Can't do it anymore. I'm Michael. I don't actually quit the podcast. I'm just overreacting. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L, as well as in the Pokemon Rollout tap room. I'm in the Puckle Discord, too, uh, as Good Pilgrim uh, in there. So uh, chat us up there. Chat us up in the Pokemon Rollout tap room. Uh, enjoy the other tapestry shows. And I'm Lydia. And you can find me on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow 8. And it's also the Book of Face. The Room of Tap in the Book of Face. Yes. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. time on Pokemon Rollout. After the trainer's strange encounter with... Um, hey! Excuse me, just cutting in for a moment. Hello everyone, I'm the archetype of terror and fiction. My other title would be the Eldritch. I forgot to mention that in this episode, didn't I? Oh well, I like my full title better anyways. Yes, the players and I had a lovely little discussion over tea, though thankfully no one drank any actual tea. (laughs) I tried to explain some things about archetypes to them, not intruding too much into the story, you know. After all, that would be... bad. What else? Oh! I have a Facebook page now, and a Twitter. Hopefully I'll post more than the GM. My Facebook name is my name, of course, Archetype Terror Fiction. And you can find my Twitter at Behind Your Eyelie. That is, Behind Your L-I. I've taken up enough of your time. Back to the preview. Sweet dreams. Uh, and anyways... The gym battle continues. 
Will the trainers be able to find their way out of the dark catacombs beneath Trilithon Sanctuary? And what other Pokemon does Nirav have lying in wait for them? For that matter, where is Nirav himself? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollouts. The part of Paul will be played by his awesomer wifey. <laughs> hey guys! Howdy! I can totally do Paul. Haha. <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey guys! Very good. Let's have an awesome time! It's gonna be so great! But I know nothing about Pokemon, so... There you go. I'm like Paul minus Pokemon. Paul minus Pokemon. It's like a shell of a person. Gotcha. Yeah. All of his, like, inner workings are Pokemon-related. <laughs> <laughs> he lives and breathes Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Last time on Pokemon Rollout. See, I can do your job. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, <laughs> I, I, I you're wondering what is this? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's my fidget spinner hitting my pop filter. Alright. <laughs> 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 oh, man. It sounded really intense. <laughs> Did it? Yep. It sounded like I'll you were about to play some techno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be looking forward to hearing this in the bloopers so I can hear what it sounds like. Yes. <laughs> Here goes again. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. That's so cool. It's like dangerously close to the brown note right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello! Hi! Hey. hey! So that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> that was a little weird. <laughs> Technology is uh, set to try to sabotage Pokemon rollout. Let's be fair. Technology is basically just magic, and nobody really understands it. It's true. It's true. It has no right. basis in science or facts. Anyway, Lydia. <laughs> hey, you know what I found? Know what the order of this is? It's alphabetical. Boom. Yep. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> And also, all of our names are almost alphabetical, except we don't have an O. We don't have an O. Paul, um, you ruined it. it. I did, but I ruined it. Michael under my breath as soon as Michael said the order. But, <laughs> but I said it louder, so I sounded smarter. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Now, are we going to try to follow a specific sequence for this, or are we going to just kind of drop in where we feel we should? I think a sequence would be good. Um, what does everybody's uh, list of names look like on the recording thing? I see Lydia, me, Nick, and Paul. That's what I got, too. I believe so. <laughs> okay. Uh, the same. Then, should we go in that order? Sure. All right, Lydia, whenever you want to start, give us the first word. Orn. Yeah. I still didn't hear you. Oranges. Oranges? Yes. Yes. Kept. <laughs> Mishearing. There. 
feeds as bananas. Uh, but <laughs> trumpeted. Did you say trumpeted? Yes. <laughs> Allowed. That they heard it. Sasquatch. Are we playing the the version where there are infinitely many people around us? (laughs) (laughs) It's a grammatical sentence so far. (laughs) You can add a period if you like. Do I I only get the period or do we get another word? I think if you say period, that that counts as as your input. Period! (laughs) (laughs) Rabbits? were blowing gracefully around the brook <laughs> in tulips what tulips 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 <laughs> tulips <laughs> <laughs> they're really really little rabbits <laughs> What? Period. Rabbits? They're like using. <laughs> Period. With a B or rapids with a P. I heard rabbits with a P, with a B, like the kind you take out of a hat. I, I heard <laughs> rabbits than the thing in the stream. That's what I heard too. <laughs> That's why I said they were flowing. <laughs> hey, rabbits can flow gracefully. Gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through a brook. <laughs> so good to know that we were writing two different sentences. That time. <laughs> I told you we were we were gonna do that. <laughs> and we should probably start before it gets too late. All right, all right, that's, all right, good, good enough. Dear, <laughs> <sighs> this is silly. So far, things are working. You're coming in through fine. Okay. Michael, say more things. I'm saying more things. Am I coming through okay? <laughs> everyone is crying. That is not good. Why is everyone crying? Because we can't hear Michael clearly. Oh dear. I know. I, I, I heard I'm and then it kind of cut out. I just heard oh no, so that's good. I can hear everyone else clearly. And oh, now you're okay. I'm doing now, the recording. Yeah. I think that's the important part. If you can't understand <laughs> me, that's fine. Just treat me like the crazy old man that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm Michael and I play Professor Sneeze. Was that my voice? No. Oh. I think that was your voice. It wasn't his voice, but. True. Oh, technology <clears throat> is deliberately trying to destroy our podcast. <clears throat> oh, dear. Who brought a Rotom with them? <laughs> I think that would help, honestly. <laughs> but through through the magic of podcasting, it can be there in just a minute. Your technology. Uh, baton pass. What uh, was that? I don't know. That was Everything funny. okay? Yeah. Yeah. I was here. 
Okay. okay. It was just yes. a very loud noise that came from somewhere. It sounded like you were being murdered. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> no, but by my internet. There you okay. go. I think I'm. I think that's incorrect, but that's how I've been doing it. Well, that's how it is. All right. <laughs> Lydia, you're, you're right. Murdered by the internet. Liana was sucked into the black hole of the internet. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you're you're really oh. breaking up. Uh, I always knew this was a bad relationship. <laughs> oh dear. But you got that apparently. Yep. <laughs> that one came through clear. That came through clear. <laughs> and it immediately breaks down. It's like the only thing that came through. Now the internet at least appreciates my poor humor. <laughs> it really does. It's just hitting it right at the quips. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. <laughs> brutal, yes. Good word for it. Brutal. I missed it. <laughs> yep, that, that summarizes it. <laughs> Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.